Welcome to the podcast where relationships, confidence, and determination all converge into an amazing heartfelt experience. This is Speaking from the Heart. Welcome back to episode number 83 of Speaking from the Heart. And do you hear my voice? How about your voice? Can I hear you? Is this thing on? I know that we have been through the ringer especially the last few years for my folks that have navigated the COVID-19 pandemic, especially making sure that when we're on Zoom, Teams, or any other type of video conferencing platform, that we unmute ourselves so that we can hear what you have to say. I've been the victim of that, especially when I worked at the Department of Labor and Industry here in the state of Pennsylvania. I had to run meetings, not only with my staff, but also with blind people as well. They're not going to tell me if I'm on mute. If they don't hear anything for a little bit, then they'll tell me that I need to unmute my microphone. But that same sort of premise is sometimes what we are often doing by shutting off our own internal microphone by not being able to be heard, especially at the table when it comes to not only our opinions, but also what we have to contribute. Today's episode is for all those people out there that are dealing with silence and not hearing anything at all. Now, every time that I run my show, especially when it comes to recording, I always have to make sure that I do a microphone check because I don't want it to pick up from my computer microphone, and I want to make sure that it's being listened to through my actual podcast microphone, which is a completely separate device. I love using my podcast microphone for a variety of different reasons. It picks up the volume a lot more clearer and crisper, And everything that I have to say, I don't have to yell it so loudly that it picks up the whole entire room. And it's only picking up what I have directly in front of my face every single time. But yet we don't have that opportunity, especially when we're talking to others, about the things that we have in our minds. Even if we're right there in front of their face, especially dealing with the simple facts that we have to present, There are a lot of difficult things that we have to be able to address in order to not only be equitably represented, but also be considered in a fair manner without being compromised. Now, we've talked about this on some earlier episodes in which I've mentioned the book Crucial Conversations for Mastering Dialogue. It's a program that I've been certified in, and I'm so excited to be offering as part of my business offerings. But even with all that said, Crucial Conversations for Mastering Dialogue which is a book that's written by various authors, including Joseph Grenny, talks about the importance of never being able to compromise. Because when you compromise, you're selling yourself and your position short in the overall things that you have to address. Now, in that context, we're talking about conversations that are high stakes and the emotions are running high and you want to have a desired outcome that reaches both parties. You might not be reaching a conversation of that magnitude, but really just talking about the day-to-day for that matter. The things that we often have to address in a fair manner in order for us to understand and appreciate not just what we have to say, but also having the confidence and the ability to be successful in life, knowing that what we have on our minds and also in our hearts can be shared. It essentially becomes a conversation of being not only authentic, but also having a voice to be heard at the negotiation table. Negotiation table, you say? Josh, this isn't a business transaction. This is just my personal life. 
Well, there might be some interaction between both of those aspects of life if you really think about the bigger scheme of things. Everything that we say and do always has some sort of vested interest in what we're trying to present. Whether that's looking at the different types of things that we're trying to achieve, let alone the different types of outcomes that we want to have as a result of working on ourselves and other aspects of our lives. It's really about understanding what we can do to break through and create those best versions of the situations that we want to have. Now, it doesn't mean that you have to be really loud and boisterous, which we've talked about volume in one of my episodes, particularly about public speaking, let alone just in life in general. But I'm not just talking about using your volume. I'm talking about utilizing the ability for you to not only work through the different types of conversations that you need to have, but knowing the person and understanding your audience, which is something that I even teach to my public speaking clients, makes such an important consideration into your overall development of your messaging, especially when you're trying to convince somebody or persuade someone on a particular type of viewpoint that you have. I know that for many of us, it becomes so difficult and we might want to just throw our hands up and walk away because just having that level of quote-unquote confrontation might be very tough for us to be able to handle. But it's not just about confrontation, and it doesn't have to be viewed as confrontation for that matter, especially if you think about the fact that it isn't what it's all cracked up to be when it comes to just talking to someone. As a human being, I know that we often work so hard on trying to impress somebody, and we usually go above and beyond to be able to provide that attitude, that perception, that belief that we really have it all together. And we might not. It might be a ploy for us to just be able to say to someone, yeah, I do have everything that I need. Is there something else that you need from me because I have everything to give? I think that we have this sort of mantra sometimes because we are working on not just the things that we want to have or the things that we say that we're going to do, but sometimes it's just hard enough to be able to work through what kind of viewpoint that we have because we're so intimidated by what that person has and what they are. But if you think about it, they're just as human as you and I. Think about it this way. The politics, or even the celebrities that we often have as admiration for, are all human beings. Well, maybe some of them. But I digress. A lot of them are human beings. We have to think about it in that context that they make mistakes. They also have problems of their own, and maybe we don't see them on the day-to-day, but trust me, they do. Whether it's financial, whether it's with relationships, whether it's for professional reasons, regardless of what that reason is, we all have problems. And it's okay to talk about it in a human relational aspect. Because, let's face it, if we don't talk about it, we're never going to make progress on it. That's why we have the whole industry of coaching. Now, some coaches are good, while other coaches, not so good. But I'm not saying that you have to be perfect and you need to be better as a whole to be able to understand that sometimes people have their own emotional baggage, their own sort of situation in which they are working through in order to address all the different types of situations as a whole that they have going on. Now, with that said, why is that so important in being able to get my voice heard? 
if you're able to spend a little bit of time knowing that that person's a human being and they're also struggling with all those issues, you can get your voice heard at that table as well. It doesn't mean, though, that you manipulate them, make them feel like they're coerced in talking about that subject, but knowing that you can identify and relate to somebody can be the sweetest loving language that anybody has ever heard, especially if you're able to talk in the way that they really want to be heard in the first place. I think it is so important to take a big step back at this point and think about the fact that we don't always have to have all the answers. Because when we feel compromised, and when we feel that we are not being equally represented, and things are not fair, that's exactly why relationships, confidence, and determination all converge into a negative feeling instead of a positive feeling. I know that for many years of my life, I experienced this feeling of dejection, remorse, and sustainment of my voice because I was dealing with not just the things I had internally, but I knew and I felt intimidated by what other people were going through. In other words, when I saw when those people were doing so much better than me, I was not feeling so good about myself. Not only did that lead into my shyness taking over, but it also led into my internal dialogue about not being good enough. I would say that even contributed to the biggest problems that I had, even leading up to my suicide attempt back in February 2020, that led me into a very difficult path, but yet at the same time, redeemed myself in so many different ways. I know that you might be struggling with just being heard, and it's okay to not be heard sometimes because maybe that voice, especially saying something, could actually create more negative consequences if you did say something. But it doesn't give anybody an excuse to make you or make others feel like they don't have anything worth saying. Every single person, especially in one episode in which I talked about Aristotle in his definition of human beings being political animals or social creatures, if you will, have really made a big impact not just on the things that we are able to do as a society, but as a whole. We have an important voice that we need to be heard, whether it's at a negotiation table or not. So here's a couple of things that I think might be helpful if you still feel intimidated or shy in being able to help yourself or others create that opportunity. And if you are not struggling with this, maybe you know somebody that is. Part of the problem that we often face is just being able to associate with someone else. So my best advice is to be able to take some time intentionally, whether it's grabbing a cup of coffee, whether it's just meeting with them face to face, just get it off of social media, emails, whatever electronic device that you have. And if at all possible, meet with them in person. If you do have to use technology, turn the camera on. Don't be afraid to see and react to the body language that each of you present. Body language, especially in public speaking, tells a huge story about not only what you're trying to convey, but also what you're sharing with your audience. And people feed off of that body language if it's appropriately accentuated with the message that you're trying to share. 
This is no different in the real world when it comes to sharing your body language. So turn the camera on, but more importantly, meet face to face. The other thing to consider is that each person has that opportunity to say something. Instead of you always trying to take over the conversation, especially if you are that type of person, take a big step back and enable that other person to be able to share what is on their heart, what's in their mind, but overall in their soul. Because when you spend that time and you create that intentionality, that space for others to share and exchange new thoughts and new ideas, maybe you might have learned something new as opposed to over-talking them or not letting them talk at all. Create the space that allows them to not only exchange, but also provide. And if all those two things fail, I have one more idea that might be of help. Think about the fact that we all are human beings. To be able to associate and identify with each other means that we have to have a personal connection in ways that oftentimes leave us vulnerable. Nowadays, being vulnerable is frowned upon because it allows other people to be attacked. As a matter of fact, every time that I put one of my shows together, I'm just waiting for somebody to use it against me and attack me. And I have been even warned by others that care about me and my well-being to not be so open. But if I wasn't as open as I am, especially on speaking from the heart, I would not be living up to the promise that I've made to all of you since episode number one, What is on Your Heart? Because we need to be vulnerable in this conversation that we're having in order to create not just the best versions of ourselves, but also in the opportunities that we can present to each other. So if there's anything else that you could do to help open that conversation up, be a little bit vulnerable. Be open to the fact that you have fallacies, faults, and concerns of your own. And maybe sharing that with that other person or spark a whole new type of conversation. Now, these three things might not always work, and I'm not saying that you have to use all three of what I've presented today, but I think that if you're able to meet face-to-face and see the body language, if you're able to convey that purpose that you have and give that intentionality of space, but even more importantly than that, just being a little bit vulnerable to what you're trying to share Those three aspects could be great stepping stones into the conversations of the future that you might have. And it might take some extra time, above all else, to even have those types of situations play out. But it's all about just being heard. And I know that even more important than ever, in the year 2024, we just want to be heard. There is so much language, so much communication, and we are being lost because we're not being heard for who we are. If we're able to embrace the fact that we want to change and we want to have better opportunities for ourselves to be the best versions overall, we need to dive into this very difficult conversation of being heard. And it means not just for you to be heard, but to have others feel like they're being heard at the same time. Because whether it's at a table or not, whether it's from thousands of miles away across continents in which maybe time might be a factor to be able to meet, regardless of what you might have going on in your life, whether it's for the social, cultural, political, whatever nature it is, we all have differences that we can embrace. 
And those differences are what make us all unique. And at one time in our lives, especially in the United States, we used to value that so much. I know that there are some wonderfully good people listening to this episode today already trying to think about it. And if you're not that type of person, start thinking about how you can change or flip the conversation. Because it isn't just about getting your point across in any way possible. It's about being able to contribute to that overall confidence, that overall success, not just in your life, but in other people's lives as well. If you empower yourself to create that space, I guarantee you that not only will you have the riches of the world, not only will you be rich yourself, but you will enrich so many people to be able to start their own journeys today, not only to become the best version not only to form relationships, gain confidence, and be determined to keep moving forward, but they'll be able to find their speaking voice. Thanks for listening to episode number 83 of Speaking from the Heart, and I look forward to hearing from your heart very soon. Thanks for listening. For more information about our podcast and future shows, search for Speaking from the Heart to subscribe and be notified wherever you listen to your podcasts. Visit us at www.yourspeakingvoice.biz for more information about potential services that can help you create the best version of yourself. See you next time.